Hello and welcome to Talk is Jeep. My name is Art and I'm with my co-host Tom. Hello, hello. And we're talking Jeeps. It's that time, getting optimistic for sunny weather and warm weather. It's been it's been a few months since we did our last episode. Yeah. What's great about podcasts is that you see where people are listening and and I want to just give a shout out to Australia. Right? We were trending for a few weeks on the uh the charts there and want to say welcome. Would love to bring my Jeep over to Australia and do some wheeling. I was just going to say how can we get there and do it and do a, a podcast boat. live on a boat. On a boat. All right. Via China maybe. Bondi. Let's do it. Yeah. Right on the beach. Yeah, so I will say this, if you want to converse with us via email, talkisjeeppodcast at gmail.com is how you do it. And, you know, we have bigger plans for this podcast. We want to do more engagement with the audience, like Q&A live discussions, perhaps, or, you know, more event-based things. But, you know, right now, email talkisjeeppodcast at gmail.com. Love to hear from you guys, what you're doing, what you're driving. Anyway, we'd love to see your rigs. Love to hear your Jeep stories. You can uh, send us an email and, and uh, you know, we'll share those details if you uh, would like. But and I'm, I'm especially out for uh, hearing about some TJs and what people are doing with their TJs now. But Tom, it's been a long time since our last yeah. Jeep adventure uh, you know, just ourselves. Right. And Killington last what, July? Yeah, I had a 21. couple after that in September uh, with some friends. But, you know, it's been a long, cold winter. At mm-hmm. least in New York, it's been a long, cold winter. I've been doing a little bit of work on the uh, JL. I did some headlights. I, I, I you know, I bought a, a Wrangler sport s which had the halogen package yep and uh, i decided at uh, around christmas time i had some discounts from oracle i had a gift certificate for quadratech Mm -hmm. so i decided to buy a few things i bought uh, the halo led headlights from oracle and i bought the brand new very awesome LED taillights that are flush mount. Those are sweet. Very now, low profile. I'll tell you why I wanted the flush mount taillights from Oracle. <laughs> there's a there's a need. There for is that. a need. Uh, <laughs> on the last Jeep adventure that I did, the Jeep Jamboree in the Catskill Mountains with my buddy Pete, um, I got between a couple of trees and a couple of rocks. Is that a rock in a hard place? It is, yes, very much so. <laughs> and the um, the outcome of the rock and the two trees and the flex was that one of the taillights on the passenger side, yeah. the, the passenger side taillight, um, was sprung from its mount. The taillight itself was intact, but the mount was broken. Okay. And they're meant to be, you know, sprung out like that. They're, they're, Before damaging the body or anything. Right. right. They're, they're built with some nice engineering. But anyway, uh, they do protrude from the body just a bit. And when I saw the opportunity to Sounds not like only upgrade the appearance, but tuck the 
butt cheeks of my Jeep in by a couple of inches. I mean, who wouldn't take up that offer? <laughs> well, I did that, and I did the headlights, and those are very cosmetic changes to my Jeep. I do subscribe to the mantra, you know, lockers before light bars. Right. And I have literally been trying for six months to get my lockers installed. That's been an issue for sure, right? And it's it's a two-prong problem. One, the Jeep shop that I use that is near me, they're excellent, but they're very busy. And they're not so um, diligent in responding to yeah. uh, customers. Okay. You have to chase them. And I live close, so I, I do stop in and I, right. I chase them. But the uh, information I was given, you know, was it the lockers, the ARB air lockers or the e-lockers? Uh, they're in, you know, COVID supply mode. So they're hard it's to tough come to get by. Stuff. Yeah. So I've been waiting patiently, as patiently as I can. You know, my, my patience level is not very It never high. has been. No. I usually, I'm like water. I just want to keep flowing at any <laughs> price. Um, but I haven't been able to just, you know, buy my way around this dilemma. Right. And we're not the type of people that work on their Jeep and can do every little thing to I it. would love to be that person. Right. I don't even have a garage with room to work on my Jeep or, you know, places to have the tools or whatever. So I'm not opposed to it, but I know my limitations. Right. And right now, the world that I live in, I need to have, you know, some assistance with that. I can do, you know, I put my winch in and I put my lights on and I can do bumpers and bolt-on stuff. But when you start needing to lift the truck and, you know, stands. That's a whole different animal. It's a little outside of my wheelhouse. um, I'm getting ready to go on a a month-long work trip with you. I, I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to have my shop work on my Jeep since right. I wasn't going to be driving it. And I decided to pop on over and just ask the question, um, you know, can you put lockers in for me? Sometime in the next 30 to 40 and days. And of course, there was a sign on the door that said, we are open but not taking walk-in customers this week. <laughs> and uh, wow. to call or email us if you need something. So I couldn't even plead my case in person. Wow, that's tough. So here's my plan. My plan is that I'm not going to get any work done on my Jeep uh, while I'm away. But when I come back, which will be the end of March and really close to wheeling season, um, I will then take this case up again. And if my local shop, which is my preferred place to have the work done, if they're not available to do the work i will seek alternative other measures measures of installation <laughs> yeah there's a few places they're not as convenient i'll have to drive a little further and yeah it'll be a little more logistics but i am committed to locking up my front and rears nice i'll do arbs if that is the easiest route i prefer not to have to deal with the compressors i run a right. power tank for airing up and airing down so i don't need or want you know compressors for the tire part 
There's a very cool system that I saw on one of my YouTube channels. If you watch uh, KC250 on YouTube or the adventure till the story till now. Okay. The, these guys are based in British Columbia. They have some pretty cool terrain up by them, but there's an Epic Outfitters Adventure Epic Adventure Outfitters. Epic Adventure. Okay. Up in uh, British Columbia somewhere. They're making a uh, hose interface kit for the ARB compressor. So you mount the compressor under the passenger seat. Okay. And then you get this little plate that the compressor sits on that they built and engineered. And then you've got these quick-release plugs that can air up two tires on that side. Oh, nice. And you put one plate on the passenger side and one plate on the driver's side, and it's a quick-release plug with a hose kit, and it just makes the installation really clean, really nice to do. Keeps the compressor out of the elements because a lot of times you mount it in the engine bay right and then it's getting wet and getting wet dirty. And nasty yeah and um you know the other way to do it is to mount it in the uh in the trunk which in a two-door there's not a lot of room to begin no, not with. not at all so this is a really good solution and if i am going to do arbs i probably will do this system called the kraken from epic <laughs> but it's not available yet anyway okay so i'm not so worried about getting the lockers done in March. But when I get back in April... You could probably drive out there and get it done faster than your local guys will do it for you. That is not a bad idea. Right? That is not a bad idea. (laughs) But come April, you know, my thoughts will turn to doing more uh, four-wheeling adventures, whether it be locally in my state or the Jeep Jamborees, which I love so much. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're going to do two trips this year. Yep. Uh, We're going to do the uh, Michigan Jeep Jamboree, which is on Drummond Island. Yeah. We're doing it on the front of a work trip. So we're going to go out for a week and do some wheeling, and then we're going to drive to the work trip and do some work (laughs) and then drive it home, which will be a lot of time in the Jeep. But really looking forward to that trip. But pleasurable, yeah. And then uh, at the end of the, you know, season, if you will, uh, we're going to do another double Jeep trip. Up in Maine. Up in Maine. Yep. And that one, because the one in Michigan, it's just going to be my Jeep and you're going to be my co-pilot. Yep. But the one in Maine, we're both wheeling our Jeeps. Right. Bringing the ladies up. Bringing and... the ladies. And that'll be the first time for my wife to join me. Yeah. Yeah. If, I'm excited for that. If I haven't filed uh, divorce <laughs> papers by then, but we'll see. We'll see how soon this veal parmesan comes in tonight. <laughs> the idea would be to get the lockers put in before the Michigan event, which is May. So that could be a challenge. I will be hard pressed, hard pressed. It will be a a fever (laughs) in which I'm going to pursue the lockers. And uh, like I said, my preference is for the e-lockers just for the simplicity. I don't need to have the compressor. I like the power tank. It's quick. It's quiet. You know, those ARB compressors are noisy. If it's only running the locker, I'm fine with it, right. but if it's becoming, you know, oh, I'm airing up with them now, it's like... It's long and loud and, and, right. and I like the power tank for it, and I have a, a place that fills them up really, you know, easy for me nearby, so I don't mind. But that's a challenge for some people. It, you cannot get air everywhere. Like, for me, I have to drive 45 minutes away just to fill that thing. Right. Around here, we have air for free. You just open your mouth and... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's there, but I hear what you're saying. So are there any upgrades that you're planning for Julius, your TJ? My TJ is simple. I mean, Julius is a beach Jeep that we take out and ride for fun. So since we saw each other, I, I got rid of the, the, the stock doorstep. I got a little rocker from NFAB with a removable step up, which gave us, my wife is five foot one, she'll say five, two, but you know, a little bit of an a, a easier step up that's removable. So when we go and, you know, do a uh, jamboree, we can pull that off and, you know, have a little bit of flexibility. That's really the only other upgrade that I've done besides getting, you know, the fixes done after the damage that was done in Killington. But I think the only thing that I want to do, and it may or may not happen before then, is to go from the all-terrain tires to some mutters. You know, something that's a little bit more beefy. You know, I, I drive a, an 03 TJ Sahara, no lockers, and I want to keep it like that, but I want to be able to get some a little bit more grit. It is interesting because I've got the uh, Cooper Evolutions. Those are beautiful. Yeah. Those are tires that I chose really based on, on weight. You know, I'm running a Dana 35 in the front, and a Dana 44 in the back, and there it's a stock Jeep. And I was concerned about putting too much stress on the, the ball joints and mm-hmm. the front end and the hubs um, with big tires. And right. I've read a lot of people who've had problems. You've got 35s, right? I've got 35s. So I chose a tire mainly based on weight mm-hmm. and then other factors like brand and durability and, and whatnot. And I've been very happy with the the evolution tires they've been great in the mud great in all conditions they're not quiet on the highway but i've learned to get used to it get used to it and it's just the price you're going to pay for running a mudder terrain tire but now it is about thirty thousand miles on those tires they're Mm -hmm. still half i'd say half tread life yep but i've started to have like one of them's got a big giant screw in the tread, <laughs> I I was you know having some like slow air leaks, and I finally uh, took a look and and changed it with the spare, and then I found it was a giant screw in the tread, so it's on the <laughs> on the spare tire carrier now, and I got to see if my shop will plug it for me or not. Right, because it's if still, they can plug it. Yeah, I think they can. It's ah. like in the center of a tread. Okay, so I, I hope I if not, I might just plug it and run as the spare. Yep. But at some point, I'm going to start looking to replace them. And I do have to consider if I want to try a different tire or... Different size? Are you thinking... No, I'm okay. going to stick with 35s. Yep. I'm pretty comfortable in my masculinity. I don't think I need <laughs> anything bigger. Um, my my Jeep is what it is. It's got a three and a half inch lift. 35s are the great... It's, size it's for sweet. me it really is and i'm not looking to you know do insane you know rock climbing it, right this just jeep has never let me down over any obstacle that i've wanted to do right and it's a daily drive or could be a daily drive it is i drive it on the street yep. a lot so um we'll see but i'm not going bigger than 35 but with the covid crisis uh tires are becoming a commodity that really? is hard to get. So I haven't looked into that. I will have to see if the Coopers become less available, right? More available, or you know, 
what I may I may be forced into a, a different type of tire. Huh. Should I, you know, be forced to right. do it sooner than later? I don't know how many miles I will get out of these tires. I mean, hopefully I'll get 50,000 miles, but I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. Right, right. I'm just looking forward to getting it out of the garage. You know, Julius has got the top on, back seat in there, and we're just looking forward to pulling it off. I mean, we had the top off from April to mid-November. And just looking forward to getting out there and driving with the there, top down. There's again. always that anticipation for me of yeah. the first warm day of spring where I get the top and the doors off the Jeep and it is like freedom reborn. Yeah, it is. And we had one day in New York in um, mid-February where it got into the 60s. And I did consider, <laughs> I did consider, I'm like, maybe I should just take the top and the doors off. And uh, just take it for a spin. I, I was preoccupied with work, so I, I decided not to. But I, I yeah. thought about it for a good five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nothing like it. You know, you feel closed in after you've had an entire season with, you know, nothing around you, you know. So I am looking forward to the warmer weather. I'm looking forward to my my Jeep upgrades and uh, the adventures that await us. Yeah. And like I said, I'd like to hear from the fan base. How do you Jeep? Well, I don't even know if it's the fan base. The listener base. I'd like <laughs> to hear from the listeners. What are you guys wheeling? What are you guys upgrading? What are you looking forward to? Is Jeeping seasonal like it is for for me in the East? Or right. is it you know year-round for you? I'm, I'm a little jealous of people who get to do it year-round. Yeah, the Southeast. I've got an old high school friend down in uh, South Carolina, and he's jeeping all season long, you know? He's got 37s on an old CJ. I'm going to make an effort to to try to get more episodes out. I'm going to uh, put the pressure on you to uh, to talk. You got a compressor for that? I, I have a compressor. <laughs> all right, so for Talk is Jeep, I'm Art. I'm Tom. And we'll see you next time.